and you already know how we do it. Yes, sir. Welcome back, man. We pushing through the season. Another episode. Snow School class is back in session. It is the official, unofficial podcast of the FX series, Snowfall. I am Spike Blue. I got my man Big Jeff back in here in the saddle with me for episode seven, Lying in a Hammock. (laughs) What do you think? Glad to be, glad to have you, brother. How you feeling? Yes, man. Happy to be here. Been listening. And then Nick, you know, Nicky Doucet was on here. He did a great job. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm good. Absolutely. <laughs> Shout out to my yeah. guy, Nicky Doucet. He had me over yeah. on um, the the uh, Frames that. Per Second podcast, and we got to talk yeah. about the Will Smith smack in depth, man. So I had a lot of fun yeah. over there. You guys seen haven't that. seen it. Check me out over there on the Frames Per Second podcast. Got to sit down with those guys. It was real fun. Dope mm-hmm. conversation. Uh, yeah, so shout out to Nick, man. Mm-hmm. We right in the saddle, though. And yeah. as I was filming that, Big Jeff, for the Frames Per Second podcast with my guy, Nicky say off the camera with a little bit of Snowfall talk. And I want to know where you are as a Snowfall fan, five seasons in, seven episodes into the fifth season. How do you feel about the series right now? <sighs> The series is still great. This episode here might have saved might have saved the season though, because the season was going down the toilet. Mm. The season was headed to toiletville. The last ten minutes of episode six, and this episode might have saved the season. Really, I disagree with that. I think people have been hard on this season, man. You know me; I'm hard on TV. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. when it looks like us, because I just want the story to be right. I want it to be good. I have no bias yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I disagree, man. I think that, with the exception of the tiger, that tiger was rough. The tiger was <laughs> a real low blow. That was a, a very low blow. Yeah. But I'm happy with everything else to this point in the season. It's about what I expected. Mm-hmm. The story is kind of it's paced out well. Like I'm not mad, or I'm I'm not upset or disappointed, and I'm not sitting there watching it each week like I'm wasting my time because I've sitting through sh- shows like that. Shout out Westworld. Ooh, I don't feel like that with Snowfall <laughs> to this point. Nah, I'm not. I'm definitely not wasting my time. Yet. It's just I needed two episodes before the first episode to explain how the hell we got where we at. That's all. I needed two episodes there, and then all of this would probably make more sense. Now I'm I'm suspending belief because I love the show, so I just, okay. you know, I was cool. Then the tiger happened. I'm like, yeah, y'all just taking me for granted now with yeah. the tiger shit. Like, the tiger shit was rough. The tiger <laughs> shit was rough. We ain't gonna harp on that. Yeah. Some of the critique that I've heard is they could have introduced a villain a little earlier in the season. Now yeah. we got Kane. We seven episodes in. Or they could have hashed out more Louis and Franklin beefing with each other and made that be the thing for the season and maybe introduce Kane at the end, but yeah. not giving either one of the stories enough time to breathe. That's the problem. Yeah. Because Louis, Louis, and Louis and Franklin's story dynamic is enough for this whole season. Mm. Like, Cause she's about to make she go haywire, not to jump ahead a little bit, but right. this this is the story. Like she, her and Franklin is a story, and it was a story at the end of last season. 
because yeah. she wanted out there. We could have yeah. stuck. We could have stayed right there. Just that's right that's there. true. And what I will say, my critique is, to your point, yeah. it's a lot of riding the fence. And yeah. I was talking about this with Nick in, in, in previous episodes. Like, we're not scared as watchers of this show that we'll lose a major character. So go on and double that. down on the Louis and Franklin beef and let somebody get killed. Then we all in. Then we like, oh shit, they real deal. It went down. <laughs> Sick it up. Sick but it up. every episode, it seems to be a beef. It seems to be this little riff. And then at the beginning of the episode, everybody's meeting. Like, yeah. bro, I thought y'all was beefing. But that's my biggest complaint. I do think that they're playing, they're straddling the fence on too many storylines. There's not enough happening. Now, I ain't mad at the storylines, but it just ain't enough happening in the storylines to keep us like, okay, I'm on the edge of my seat with this. It is like a slower pace. With that being said, we'll hop right into this episode. The family okay. is meeting again at the beginning of the episode. And your man walks in, uh, Leon homeboy, just kind of catching us up on everything. That's who we walk into the room with. Actually, yeah. I got this guy's name right here because I was surprised they even had this guy's name in here. His name is Rennie. Rennie walked yeah. in the building, Louie and Kane, or excuse me, Louie talking to Franklin and yeah. Leon about what they gonna do with Kane. Yeah. And they letting her know that this Kane thing, we got it handled. Ain't no need for you to ask about it. Ain't no need for you to step in. We gonna let him ride because that's our OG. We gonna handle this. Yeah. Two things here, Big Jeff. How did you think Louie will respond? And did you think that these guys were taking the right approach? They kind of work backwards in their reverse chronological. Okay. They had no choice but to act like it, because that's a war they couldn't win. Mm. That's a war they don't have. To, I mean, your main soldier is. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Your main soldier is a wall right now. You know mm. what I'm saying? And then, and then to the to how they broke it down, and if you really think about it, they were wrong, right? You know, you got you got to take care of that man family because you know what you did, and you didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? So. I understand where Franklin and Leon are coming from. I also understand why Auntie's like, bro, this ain't my beat. He he's shooting at me now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you want me to do about this? So I get both sides on this one. Yeah, until you said that I was, I ain't see both sides. But now if I'm Louie and Jerome and I consider myself a separate entity from Franklin, yeah. I don't really care what you're doing about it, bro. I'm going to have, like, this nigga shot at me, me and mine. So I don't really even care what you're doing about it. So, yeah. But on the other hand, Franklin is getting them to work and the reason that they in that position. So I assume that they would have to listen to something he's saying. Something. Now, (laughs) what I didn't like from this scene is how Leon had to explain to Jerome why they couldn't just go kill him. Jerome was supposed to be the OG. They came in the game off Jerome back slickly. Yeah. Like he know how this is supposed to go down, and he should have heard of this nigga Kane and know that y'all can't just go kill this nigga. Any yeah. thoughts on that? Jerome, so this is, the, to me, this was the, the laying the groundwork to his character throughout this episode. Yes. Like, he he just at his way saying, like, you shooting at me, you shooting at my girl, I think, you know, not to say what he's going to do later on, but I, this is my girl. I want to spend the rest of my life with her. And you shooting at her. And 
Yeah, now now I gotta handle this. And he's irate. The curl ain't dripping like it need to be. Like <laughs> Jerome is upset. Ain't no activating you know? that curl, oh, man. The curl didn't yeah. shrivel up. He gave us a loose curl. curl a little bit. Man, that curl's rough, man. That's a rough curl this whole season. <laughs> you said a little bit about character evolution. They setting us up, right? Yeah. Like they setting us up for this so-called evolution of Jerome or trying to make us feel sorry for him more as a character. And I'll get into that more as we develop the plot line out for what happened in this episode. But there's a setup here. There's some little hanging fruit that's about to happen for Jerome. In my opinion, I get into the prediction of that. But I don't like how they not respecting his OG. Like, I don't got to ask Leon why we not killing this nigga. If I, this nigga supposed to, his name rang bells. This Kane nigga, yeah. I know who this nigga is. I, I've been in the game for y'all little niggas. Shit, I know that nigga from around the way. So I, I I didn't like that, man. Like, they trying to make him too simpish. Like, this nigga having some enlightening moment or some shit. You the OG, you the hood niggas. Play, be that role, nigga. Don't try to change that shit on us in the middle of the season. But don't Leon have more rank than him, though? Person, nah, I'm speaking on like they got he got them in the game though. You think just just he was outside, got in the game. He was outside even before this. Like the nigga was selling sherm and weed. Like yeah. he was outside. I got you. Don't act like you ain't don't act like you just got outside because Louis <laughs> and Franklin want to sell dope, nigga. Yeah, I, I like, come you. on. You might not have been in the same game, but you was you know what was going on. At least that's what that they traded to us as. From there, we go to um. Well, well, not even we go to um, where Leon is with the not wanting the black bodies to die and part of the reason that he wants to handle this. Are you here for revolutionary Leon? I like it. I like it as a change. Hothead Leon going into revolutionary Leon. This, I mean, come on. We, we talk about this whenever we do a snow school. There's, we know this guy. We know yeah. guy come home from prison and now yeah. you super duper black power guy. Like, hey, where this come yeah. from? So, we, so this makes sense. And <laughs> Yeah, facts. And the show needs a conscience. Yeah. Uh, Elton, Elton ain't no ain't nowhere to tell Franklin, hey man, this right, this wrong, or this is what yeah. you're doing to the community. Alton, yeah. whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leon has got to be that person now. He's the only moral voice voice in the whole show. Everybody else, is like, oh, okay, we doing wrong. Fuck it, let's do it. Now, yeah. Ain't nobody else questioning nothing that they're doing. I, you know, once once we start once we start reading, it's over. With. Oh yeah, once you go to the library, get some books and shit, learn it's the laws. Over, over nigga. Yeah, what's going on from now? Reed seems like he got a new girlfriend. She knows his real name, at least what we assume is his real name that he has on his license. Yeah. Nothing much to see here other than her getting close with Reed for some reason. That we'll see play out later in the season. Yeah. Agree or disagree? She's, she's weird. She yeah, is weird. I, I don't she know what to say about her. Yeah, she's weird. Is. Yeah, she is weird yeah. though. Yeah, she. Yeah, she. That's why Reed's sticking around, man. He couldn't get it <laughs> up. He couldn't get it <laughs> up at all. Yeah, um, do something to you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So from there, from there, we go to Franklin having an issue with V about the property her being stressed out, him kind of realizing that Sissy, his mom, was the one that told her to fall back, him kind of yeah. processing all of that. Yeah. Is this alluding to something happening to the baby? She spoke about a miscarriage, danger that they may be in. Teddy was blowing his phone up the whole scene. 
it just seemed like they were trying to paint. And when I say they, the writers, they're trying to paint some urgency here. Did you pick up on it where you think they're taking us with her storyline and the baby? I agree 100%. I think going forward, I would be surprised if it's not pedaled to the middle with the shits all across the board at this point. Mm. Like, like I, I really feel like, because I'm with you on that. Like, I feel like they were, they were alluding to a lot right here. Because Franklin, Franklin, this whole season is at a crossroads. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we talked about this. We talked about this in season four, maybe, you know, Snow School season three almost. was like, at some point, this story has to have an ending. And no matter what the ending is, Franklin dying, Franklin, whatever, whatever, this story has to have an ending. And I think we are in, we are in, we are watching the final pieces come together for not this season, next season being the last. We talking about probably having 13 episodes left of this show. Yes. In next season, three this season. I'm with that. We think we think that it's possible by the 13 episodes left. So I agree. Everything is starting to wrap up. And yeah. or you can see it where how it's going. You can't see up. the finish line. The finish line yeah. is clear from yeah. here. Yeah. I um I do think they're alluding to something. I do think that something plays out with V. If you say, like you said, not maybe in this season, but in a further season on out. But my, most likely, in my opinion, this season, but it just goes to show Franklin too. Even his mom ain't on his side. Like I yeah. spoke about the moral compass of this show. She riding with him and she's on the team and she wants to be a part of the business, quote unquote, as she said. Mm-hmm. But as he's starting to talk to V and see her stance and then he see that mom told her this and he know what Louis stand and he know what Jerome stand and he know what Leanne stand. One of the best things about Franklin throughout this series was his ability to persuade people to kind of come to his side. Yeah. And as we see this wrapping down to the end, like you said, he's lost that. Yeah. Like it ain't nobody that he can really talk to now and then be like, you know what, Franklin, you're right. <laughs> Even peaches. You know what I'm saying? Like there's nobody. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, I I think he's. Yeah, you're right. Now, you By know, himself. I, I gonna... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what that. And I, if I if it's up to me, if I'm in the writing room, that's the story you have to paint because mm. it's, it's lonely. Because especially now that you're, 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 the people that you depend on, everybody has enough money now where our separate agendas are starting to show. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody think they everybody question the boss. You know how that everybody will. Yeah, but you only this nigga. you do that when this. you up. If mm-hmm. I don't, if you still need me and you still trying to prosper that question that don't happen as much but now that you up everybody has more money they, ever, they all they all say the same thing we got more money we ever thought we was gonna have they mm-hmm. all say that mm-hmm. so now it's like why do i still need you for now mm-hmm. i can make my own moves yeah that's a fact so yeah franklin's and, and reed told him this real early in the series too yeah it's gonna get lonely like yeah. at a point in time when you ain't, can't trust nobody and such and such and this and that that's when you're gonna yeah. know and he's uh, there. definitely spelled that out for him. Now, from there, we go to, and the reason that I brought that up, because mm-hmm. even Reed, in the next scene, we see Reed learns from Gustavo that Sissy is back, that the mama back. He didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Franklin late, he don't like that. Franklin got a new dude with him. He don't like that. 
He finds <laughs> out that Peaches was the leak and the reason that everything got shot up. He didn't like that. So Reed, much like Sissy turning V against him, much like I just gave you all these other people, Reed over Franklin too. Yeah. Look, bro, this house going to go, bro, because you fucking up. There's too yeah. much going on. You ain't got no control over it. Franklin ain't over his head, right? Yeah, and, and he didn't even know it. Like, the, the shit hit the fan and he didn't even know it. Didn't even and that's know usually how it happened, right? That's usually how it happened, right? Like, what about, no matter what level you at, and whatever whatever shit it either hit the fan, it hit. And you're like, damn, I didn't see that coming. Oh. You didn't see it. <laughs> next thing you know, next thing you know, your door getting kicked down, nigga. You got oh, cuffs on and some warrant for your arrest. And you don't even know what happened. <laughs> you thought it was just another thing. But that's how it happened. A lot of times people will ask the question and they'll say, well, I wonder why they didn't just quit or they were making so much money. I'm talking about not outside, um, excuse me, not yeah. on Snowfall, but just in general with the drug game. That's a lot of the questions that you would hear from civilians. Like, why don't you just quit? I wonder why he didn't quit when he just made this. Because you get accustomed to a lifestyle and to fund that lifestyle, you sell drugs because that's the only way that you're going to be able to keep it up. And then you set a date way out in the future that one day you're going to stop after you save this money, but you don't realize that shit hits the fan before that date. Yeah. And that's usually how it happens. And that's what's going that's on right. with Franklin right now. And Reed sees it. Reed yeah. notices, like, hey, my nigga, I'm taking all operational control away from you. <laughs> right? Like, you, the, yeah. the, the only thing you need to do now is show up and sell dope. Like, ain't nothing yeah. else in your control. Yeah. How do you think, do, do you think that Franklin's response to that was, like, how he's going to keep it? Or do you think in the back of his head, like, he, he like, yeah, whatever, I still got this, that, and the third plan because Reed was pretty one ticked off too. Even when he was like, "I don't care if you buy buy up stuff in the ghetto, don't you be doing no big boy shit where people know your name." How does Franklin respond to that? He gotta understand that if we being honest, Reed is right. He's right. He's a hundred percent right, bro. You they don't care. Unfortunately, they they would let us kill each other and do whatever around each other. Once we start expanding on this a month, like he's buying big boy five with fifty million dollar properties or whatever it is, like, dog, who is this on, nigga? Man. Like, hold Wait, on, bro, you can't even explain this. Who is who is this nigga? That's what they gonna ask. <laughs> yeah, and how he get here? Mm-hmm. Like, he he be a J. It's this the Queen Child's project. He be a J. Right. Saint Patrick. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like. He he Avon and Stranger buying up the the, the, the goddamn riverfront property. You see how that went? It's only so much of that they're gonna let you do. Like you gotta like. Unfortunately, you can number man it. Know how we? You know what I'm saying? Buy a couple of houses here and there in the neighborhood as much as you want. They ain't gonna never trip on you for that. Once you get to that level, because once you got to that level, you done made it out. You can you can Mm. finance that for for the rest of your life. The and moment the, you try to expand out of that, it's a wrap, dude. And that's the thing about the position that someone like Franklin would be in. And, mm-hmm. and one of the more interesting subjects that they're not going to get a chance to stay on. Like you just said, you can buy up all the shit you want to in the ghetto, but of course, that ain't Franklin's goal. Like, I'm making yeah. all of this money. I see this big-time opportunity here. I can I can go legit in a swoop. Yeah. One swoop. Yeah. But in that swoop, you increase the liability that you have of this is dope money, nigga. Yeah. 
regardless of how clean you trying to turn it, this is dope drug money. And we're going to know that 10 million, you ain't no hiding cleaning up $10 million in one swoop. You might can do it in little bitty swoops, but it yeah. ain't a big swoop. And that's Reed's problem. That's Reed's problem with Franklin. He not being in the people probably seen this and say racism and this or that. But no, you're right. Reed yeah. is telling him from a perspective of a businessman, like, bro, like you are not doing legal business. <laughs> you want to try to wash all of this money in one swoop is a very, very big red flag. Yeah. And and then don't get it twisted. Reed also is like, bro, you you are my gift horse. Like, like I'm not letting you run away. You the thoroughbred. Nah, you ain't going nowhere. Yeah, that's like you can't go nowhere. I, like you see what your dad did came from that blood. <laughs> Tell too. I know how this story goes. I don't know how this story is, nigga. Like, are you kidding me? But that goes to like Franklin being by himself. Like even yeah. now, with that being said, and I guess piggybacking off of it, Gustavo may be his only out. That may be the full circle that we get from him going up getting the autograph from uh, whatever Gustavo's yeah. name is in the wrestling ring to yeah. all the way back at the end where Gustavo may be the same grace for Franklin and take him to Mexico and they live on a fucking farm somewhere. <laughs> that would be the fairy book ending for Franklin. Yeah. That's his best yeah, shot. That's you it. think Gustavo got that in him? That's, that's, uh, that's the only one he got. And I don't think Gustavo make it to the finish line, if we're being honest. Mm. If, if, if anybody out of here is Gustavo or Jerome. But that's a, that's a whole other story. But yeah. I'm with you. Well, in, in a perfect world, that's how we get there. Well, we are to the point now where we can talk a yeah. little bit about Jerome because that was the yeah. next scene. But I, I'm, I disagree with you wholeheartedly about Gustavo. Gustavo will make it. Okay. Now you I don't see it. him riding off in the credits somewhere <laughs> over in Mexico, <laughs> some tacos, tequila, yeah. a little shot, and he he gone <laughs> with the kids. He's out of here, bro. He gonna make it. Uh, okay. Now Jerome, on the other hand. Let me tell you what, and we can get into this right now since it went to this scene. It's going to go a little bit past it, but we'll come back to address the other stuff. Yeah. Out of all my years, from hearing street niggas, niggas that was in the game and shit, TV, even in real life. Yeah. Niggas get to this point where Jerome at? I'll talk to me. I'm going to hang it up. It's my last run. I'm, I'm going to stop. Yeah. They always yeah. get killed or caught. It yeah. always happened. It never, yeah. ever. And I'm talking yeah. about real life and movies. Yes, sir. Like that last run is the one that gets you. Yep. And they winding up this whole scenario for Jerome having this reflection in the garden and the old doctor telling him this stuff. Yeah. Is why trying to get married. Yeah. It's going like he trying his last run shit and people that yeah. are familiar with this game, they know how the last runs go. What do you think about that? Nah, I agree 100%. I, got, I, I don't even waste your time speaking on that. That's, that's <laughs> perfect. Spot on. Now, I'm with you all the way around on that, but did, he did looked so, like a nigga trying to get his last run and it, it'll never go well. Never go mm-hmm. well. Did you pick up on the white dude scam? What was that all about? Like, what yeah. do you think it was? I felt like he knew who he knew why he was there. He looked at him like, um, I know what this is about. You know what I'm saying? And, and, but maybe and, he do know peaches. Yeah. And either peaches or he or he or he knew thought he was a money. 
I mean, Jerome walk around the Versace every damn day now. You know what I'm saying? He ain't trying to hide it. Yeah, out front with a couple hundred dollars. Come on, man. So he was like, oh, I know him. And I can get a little bit. Let me let me just see what he want. I agree with that. And white dude yeah. seen him as a little mark. Jerome probably seen what was up. But he probably yeah. thought he knew Peaches a little bit too. So Peaches hanging yeah. around him. Yeah. And from that, we go to finally Leon and Kane. They meet. See how it breaks down. Yeah. Leon explains to Kane how they got in the situation where Kev is shot and killed. Yeah. Kane kind of buys it, kind of really don't give a fuck. But also Leon explained to him how the game to change a little bit and the opportunity for him yeah. right here. Make some yeah. money. Feed his fam. Like he would yeah. Kev would be doing well. Is this how this played out, him respecting Leon a little bit, agreeing to some terms with him? Did you expect it to go that way, or was you expecting him to keep that same energy he had on the field last week? I think this was a beautiful scene. This is life. This this a dude, he had a plan. He was ready to call hell. But somebody mm-hmm. hit him with a better plan. He's like, man, you know what? <laughs> Let me now, chill. You like, refuse. Nah, man, nah, this is what you want. He's like, you not going to take our place, or y'all going to give me a place at the table? And y'all give me a place at the table with the with the operation. Man, let me get myself together. That's that's a good this this is great writing right here. Yeah, all the way around. This is a good part. This is probably the best part of this brewing up with them yeah. and him. He probably gonna end up helping him in some kind of way against against the, the ultimate yeah. villain is gonna be Teddy or Reed or whatever the fuck niggas calling him. He's gonna be the ultimate villain for the season, and we might see Kane end up helping Franklin. <laughs> Finagle nah, a little nah. bit. That's what I we might see. Auntie. I think it's auntie. She the ultimate villain. Yeah. Mm. I, I could see that. I, I don't think, think she, she 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 done bit off more than she can chew already. That's the problem. Right? And mean, we can get like, into that because yeah. well, the next two scenes we go with Franklin calls his mom in, he questions her motives, see who team yeah. she on. We spoke about that a little earlier. We really yeah. don't know. Yeah, like Franklin is really truly on. out here by himself. He used yes. to have sissy in his corner, but we don't know yeah, what she got yeah. going on. To be honest, yeah, with you. Uh-huh. so we don't know. And she and she was she stood up to that too. She was like, "Yeah, yeah. I, I am gonna be real with you, my nigga. I don't know about you <laughs> if you can handle this." So, yeah, real tense situation right there. Uh, now to Louie, like we were saying, she mm-hmm. then brought her cop homeboy in. She trying to get Kane knocked off. She feel like that's yeah. the best way. Negotiated pretty well in the scenario. Held her, held her own. Yeah. You feel like that this is shaping her up to be the boss, a boss, a rival moved, to Franklin. Yeah, she moving around. She's what they say. She skipped the chain of command. Mm-hmm. Chain of command told you I got this. What can I say? I don't know how yeah. y'all clergy system is set up yeah. over there, but. <laughs> but that's the truth. She's skipping around the clergy system, doing what she want to do, and this is this is why I think she ends up being a villain because this move is like a domino effect. Because mm. now Leon worried with like trash. Mm. You know, if, if now this is all hypothetical, we don't know what the next episode is, but right. if she does this and Leon and told to went and sat down with this man, no guns, no no nothing. Like, bro, this is what we're doing. This is what we got for you. Then, boom. Yeah. Come on, bro. Well, two things can be true. And I do see her being the villain now that I'm thinking about it and where we are in this rundown. I can go in and spoil it. She's going to snap on Franklin 
and turn against him because Jerome gets killed, in my opinion. Yep. And yep. Kane is the or maybe well, I don't know why Kane would kill him. I don't know how that plays out. But at this wedding on TV shows, when you set up celebrations like this, a la Game of Thrones or whatever it may be, you usually have tragedy. Succession does this well. So when there's a big event on the show, something happens. So I'm expecting next week it's titled and it's about the marriage of Jerome and Louis. Somebody go get If we got a good TV show on our hands, somebody going to get took off. So peace is moving off the board. And I'm assuming it's Jerome. And that piece moving off the board being Jerome does turn Louis into the villain. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, you go far as back as New Jack City. That's some shit. I'm gonna, gonna be hurt if we lose. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna be hurt, man. I'm gonna be hurt if we lose. Oh, man, that's gonna hurt. Yeah, us. man. Yeah, it's tough. It's gonna be rough. Um, any hmm. surprise to Peaches being a junkie? Does that explain his uh? Yeah. Sickness. No, he explains all that. He explains okay. the sniffling. He explains how he got to this point. And I still think he got HIV. Like I don't, I don't think that. I think that's yeah. yeah. It wasn't as salacious as we thought it may be, but nah. But he got it for the needle. I get that. And I think he comes back and do what? Kill Jerome. Hmm. Or he's not even gone. Huh? Like Jerome ain't done looking for him. Okay. You think you think he's played it out for me? How? Why would Pete? Why? Why would Peaches come back? Cause he heard Jerome is looking for him, or is he gone? Cause I, I heard they said he was gone, but do we do we have we have not seen the last of pieces? Yeah, we didn't see him. We didn't see him playing this. We didn't. Now, of course, everything was pointing I to him. Think, Shit, he, even Kane never really said he had nothing to do with it. Right? He has not. But I think that's the best way to play it, though. I think. Okay. See, I put peaches in my black pocket to next season. Okay. One of them last couple episodes, maybe come back. You don't know if he's a good guy, or bad guy. Maybe sorry for what he did. Maybe doubling okay. down and coming to kill Knicks. I okay. throw that on. I kick that can on down the road because okay. for right now, is the perfect crime. Okay, played the background long enough. We knew him just well enough as a character not to put it past him, but not to suspect him either. And boom, okay. you out of here. Now they can't find you. One of the main characters wasted a whole goddamn half episode looking for you. Yeah. yeah. Like, one, to be honest, that was a perfect caper, perfect character. You out. Like, we don't even need you unless there's something that we got to bring you back for to push the narrative forward in the later season. But as of right now, as far as I'm concerned, I he and wherever they was, China or wherever the fuck, with a, with a Mai Tai and feet up and doing his peaches thing. See, that's my thing, though. That's okay. my thing, though. It's like, you got to think about it. Kane didn't get none of that money. Kane just shot them up, shot, shot up the spies. Okay. Which is, Peaches. that makes sense. And so that's Peaches probably tips the... him off. If Peaches tips him off with the information, right. it creates the diversion to steal the money. Right. Kane didn't get, they ain't selling about Kane having the money. Which is the reason that Kane would be more open to the deal and be like, oh, y'all niggas may talk about making some money. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I was just coming for revenge. I didn't know y'all niggas was getting money. And that's why I yeah. think <laughs> that's why I think Peaches somehow we I agree we have not seen the last of him, but he comes back and does something to where he shifts the show. Peaches mm-hmm. shifts the show. I think that'd be a disservice. I think he made he pulled the perfect cable. He out. We that was perfect. 
okay. much as we can ask for pieces. So, all right, a couple of more, and we'll get out of here. We had Reed letting Gustavo know, hey, look, man, didn't mean to leave you when they was busting at us. Hope mm-hmm. you don't hold it against me. But <laughs> here's what we're doing. We're going to take Franklin out. Then in another scene, he's talking to the dude that's going to get the bank accounts going in one direction. He's trying to box Franklin all the way out. Yes. Like, that, that escalated super quickly. <laughs> Again, you said this a little bit here. Gustavo kind of gave him a look, then walked off. He didn't confirm or deny that he would yeah. be helping him with Franklin. Where do you think they're taking us with this? Is Gustavo going to backtrack just because of last week? Is that why they paired him up together? You you said something on last snow school. You was like the the whole thing about Gustavo not knowing that Reed was uh, spying on them was like why is it a big deal? Mm-hmm. I think that leads to Gustavo now second guessing Reed and mm-hmm. Reed left him in the shootout. Mm-hmm. And frankly, and Reed's like a lawyer, like a Reed's a, I'm not Reed, but Gustavo's a soldier. So he he he's looking at how people are moving. And the last person to move around him the right way was Franklin. Yeah. Really he care about stuff. them kids. If he care about them kids, like he say, the one is going to probably keep him alive is Franklin. Yeah. So Stop I think I think he's looking at that. Yeah. Yeah. Degree. So yeah. V kind of let Franklin know about the bad mojo on the deals after he told her what Reed and him agreed to. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's some foreshadowing. Something's going to come up from that. Something's going to come up from Louie setting up the trap with the undercover or the file police, whatever dude is. Also, something's going to come from Jerome reflecting and and being in a new space in his life. So we got a lot pending over these next three episodes. Big Jeff, any predictions, anything that you're really going to be paying special attention to before we grade this episode? really feel like man like you said the the jerome character where he's at right now is like like i said i feel like it's it's pedal to the middle for the show these last three episodes a chess piece come out the board a big one big chess piece come out the board this season for this right here and and i hate it but it might be jerome and i hate Mm -hmm. that god i hate that I agree with you. I think big chess piece comes off. I too think it is Jerome around this next episode with the wedding. And then we see how everybody gets respond to that. You get the Louis versus Franklin, and then you get the mm-hmm. sleeper enemy with Reed somewhere lurking, probably ready to take both of them out and they have to team mm-hmm. back up. So a lot of possibilities, man, a lot of possibilities. Yeah. This episode individually, I give it B another above average Almost mm-hmm. good, slightly. Well, excuse me, better than good. Good yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, what do you give it? I give it a B plus. Just B, off plus. of sheer optimism yeah. of where this exactly. goes. They, this, this gives episode. me, yeah. This this gives me good. This makes me feel very good about those last three episodes. Absolutely, I yeah. think that they're going to close this out strong. Snowfall putting the claim in for one of the strongest shows on TV right now. Big Jeff is. Always a pleasure podding with you, brother. I appreciate you. This is Snow School. I am Spike Lou. It's the official, unofficial podcast of the Snowfall series on FX. We out.